Job chapter 18, verse 1. And Bildad the Shuai answereth, and saith, This is Bildad's second speech. Eliphaz already had two speeches. Bildad thinks it's his turn to go again. He's going to spend this whole chapter telling Job that only wicked people get punished and suffer. Therefore, the implication is that Job must be wicked. And Bildad is really standing his ground. He will not believe that a righteous person can suffer or that God would allow a righteous person to suffer. It's this very false doctrine that has caused many people to walk away from the Lord and lose their salvation because once life gets hard, they hate God for it and they don't think that he has a right to allow them to suffer. But God has every right to allow us to suffer. He does it to build our character and make us more like him because he himself is long-suffering. That's one of the character traits of God listed in the New Testament. And God gave up his own son, Jesus, for our sin. And if we want to be like God, we have to learn to endure suffering and remain faithful and loving in spite of it. And also, God never had to create us in the first place. He doesn't have to let us take another breath. He has no obligation to us whatsoever. So he has every right to allow us to suffer. We don't have a right to criticize him for the suffering that we endure. Now he understands and he, in his grace, allows us to express our suffering. That's not a sin. Job is expressing his suffering throughout this entire chapter and he never sinned in that. So we don't have to be quiet and pretend that we have no feelings, but we do have to remain faithful and love him in the midst of it. This is Bildad talking. Two, when do ye set an end to words, consider ye, and afterwards do we speak? Again, Bildad is telling Job to be quiet. Three, wherefore have we been reckoned as cattle? We have been defiled in your eyes. Bildad is angry with Job because Job seems to think he's as dumb as an animal. But actually, in this case, Bildad is acting as dumb as an animal. Dumber. He is tearing himself in his anger. For thy sake is earth forsaken, and removed is a rock from its place. He's accusing Job of being angry. Job isn't blaming God. He is angry with God. He's just calling out his friends on what they're doing, which is telling lies. So that's another false accusation. 5. Also the light of the wicked is extinguished, and there doth not shine a spark of his fire. Bildad says that if you're wicked, you will die. This is true ultimately, but before the wicked die, God lets them live for a long time. 6. The light hath been dark in his tent, and his lamp over him is extinguished. Bildad is saying that in the wicked man's house, after he dies, all the lights will be turned out. 7. Straightened are the steps of his strength, and cast him down doth his own counsel. In this verse, it means shortened are the steps of his strength. His life is shortened, his strength is shortened, and his own counsel, meaning his own advice and plans, go to nothing. They fall. 8. For he is sent into a net by his own feet, and on a snare he doth walk habitually. This is very true, because wicked people who sin all the time, they are building their own snare and their own trap, because eventually your sin does catch up with you. This is true of wicked people in general, but it doesn't apply to Job. 9. Seize on the heel doth a jinn prevail over him do the designing. A jinn is a net. 
Bildad is saying that the wicked man is taken captive by his sin as if he were caught in a net or caught in a snare. And that's true. When you tell lies and you do wicked things, it does catch up with you. 10. Hidden in the earth is his cord and his trap on the path. Bildad is still talking about traps that wicked people fall into. 11. Roundabout terrified him have terrors, and they have scattered him at his feet. Wicked people do fall into traps, but they may not be terrified all the time. If it's a wicked person in a high position of power, then they have people around them protecting them. So they don't have to be in terror 24-7. And also, Job himself is living in terror. He's living out a nightmare, and he's not wicked at all. So these generalizations are not absolute truth. They're just generalizations, and they don't apply to Job's situation. 12. Hungry is his sorrow, and calamity is ready at his side. Not all wicked people go hungry, but many of them do. 13. It consumeth the parts of the skin, consume his parts doth death's firstborn. Bildad is saying that death has a firstborn son. That's really interesting. It must mean the power of death, because your firstborn son is your power. Bildad is making a metaphor, saying, The power of death consumes the wicked. 14. Drawn from his tent is his confidence, and it causeth him to step to the king of terrors. Within his dwelling, which is his tent, there is no confidence, there's no peace, so he doesn't know if he's going to make it through the night even in his own tent. And... The king of terrors sounds like the king of nightmares. But again, Job is suffering because he's righteous, not because he's wicked. And Job is having nightmares, but he doesn't deserve them. 15. It dwelleth in his tent. Out of his provender scattered over his habitation is sulfur. Sulfur is one of the main elements of the earth, but it has a very foul smell, and obviously it would have a very bitter taste. Sulfur is kind of a byproduct, but it's also a basic part of a lot of things. But it's not something that you could eat. If sulfur was sprinkled over your food, you wouldn't be able to eat it. Bildad is saying that the wicked man has sulfur sprinkled over his food. Now, in hell, that'll be true because hell is full of sulfur. Sulfur is a product of fire. So in hell, if there is any food there, it certainly must have sulfur sprinkled all over it. 16. From beneath his roots are dried up, and from above cut off is his crop. Your crop is the top of your head, and your roots are beneath your feet. It kind of symbolizes where you came from and where you're going is of nothing. So you don't have a crown, and you don't have a heritage when you live in wickedness. This is true for a lot of people. A lot of people have lost their families through wickedness. 17. His memorial hath perished from the land, and he hath no name on the street. Bildad is insinuating that Job will not have a memorial after he dies, and nobody will ever speak his name again. 18. They thrust him from light unto darkness, and from the habitable earth cast him out. People will forget about a wicked person. To a large extent, this is true. You lose your heritage and your posterity when you live in sin and crime. 19. He hath no continuator. That means you don't have children that pass on your legacy, nor successor among his people, and none is remaining in his dwellings. Bildad is saying that the wicked man's property becomes abandoned and condemned. 
20. At this day, Westerns have been astonished and Easterns have taken fright. He says that people from the West and the East don't want to live as the wicked man did. They don't want to have the same bad end that he had. 21. Only these are tabernacles of the perverse, and this the place God hath not known. He ends this speech by saying that the house of a wicked man is a house of perversity, and God has never known that place. Well, again, it's just more misappropriation. These statements are true, but they're not true about Job. And that concludes Job chapter 18.